Hey, it's Ian Furness for Aurora LASIK and Dr. J. Rudd. For about 15 years, I have had to use reading glasses for everything, reading text, looking at my phone, script writing, whatever it was. I had to use reading glasses, but no more. I had refractive lens exchange at Aurora LASIK with Dr. J. Rudd. It's life-changing. I wish I would have done this years ago. You can check it out as well. Go to auroralasik.com. That's auroralasik.com. Dr. J. Rudd and his staff are sensational. No more readers. Get your consultation scheduled today. That's auroralasik.com. What I told all of you, I want radio silence until further... I'm very sorry, Hans. I didn't get that message. Broadcasting live from the Elliott Avenue studios of Sports Radio KJR. A couple of cougars. And not of the hot variety. Cool. One is a child of the 80s. My mother-in-law. For years, I wouldn't kiss her face. I ended up kissing her ass. The other, the 90s. <laughs> this is a tasty burger. Two beer-drinking. Hey, are we done here? Because I'm losing my buzz. Golf-loving. Long-suffering Seattle and WSU sports fans. You'd keep your mouth shut if you knew it was good for you, buddy. Please put your hands together for the Ian and Puck Show. And a happy Tuesday to you, Ian and Puck with you. A little college football on the docket today. It's our College Football Tuesday. More on that in just a couple seconds. It's a merry conversation to have. Seahawks off day, but kind of an off day for them yesterday when they found out that they got whacked by the NFL for a couple guys bumping into each other in practice, allegedly. Monday Night Football, we'll recap. Something steep. Stinks in suburbia about that one. Something does. A couple stink. guys just bumped heads. Okay, they knocked heads. The league's not finding you four hundred thousand dollars so. and a draft pick, More and importantly. your coach get ding gets dinged two hundred grand. If guys just I don't know bumped heads. Yeah, the, come the, on. The money means the money means bugger all because they would just sit there and they, Paul Allen pulled that out of his couch and pay everybody's money. But the other stuff they we'll, we'll get to that. Second, just, stuff just bumped just, heads. Yeah, they bumped heads. Uh, it could be worse. It could be Chicago. It could be Buffalo, Seahawks fans. It could be worse, although it doesn't feel too good right now with your football team. Banged up, dinged up, and, of course, not scoring points. Uh, and, oh, yeah, a little pennant race or wild card race. What do we call it? Playoff race, right? Play- Play- playoff uh, chase. Playoff race. Yeah, yeah it's not a pennant race. They're it's in a playoff race. A playoff race. A playoff race. All that coming up. Uh, college football. We'll check in with Nigel Burton at 2 o'clock today, our Pac-12 guy. He'll uh, join us from beautiful Portland, Oregon, where he resides right now. We'll check in with Nigel from the Pac-12 Network. Fun weekend event of, of uh, Pac-12 games coming up. Really fun weekend. Some uh, in- interesting matchups starting mm-hmm. on Friday. Ah, now we're getting into conference play. From, yeah, thank you, God. You get the, the powder puffs out of there, and you can actually have, sink your teeth into some games. We find out how good, good teams game Friday. are. And how good good game Friday right off the get-go. I mean, yes. You get right off the right New off the quarterback. Shoot. I think a team in Utah that no one really is talking about right now no. with a former UW quarterback leading them. But, uh, no, it's Utah is, uh, I think, a, a sne- even though they're ranked and all that, a sneaky team in the South that I don't think a lot of people focus too much on. And a team that, that last year rolled into USC undefeated, remember, and, uh, and lost that game. So they got a little payback on their minds probably. So we'll, uh, we'll talk about that with Nigel and, of course, Washington's matchup in the desert where they, for whatever reason, doesn't matter who the coach is, who the players are, it's just you go to the wow. desert if you're Washington and you can't win. You would think that They're would change this year. Uh, as, or Arizona doesn't even know who their quarterback is. Well, they, 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 you know. they should know who the quarterback is Yeah, well, because he's better. Yeah, because Anu hasn't played well. Whatever happened to Randall, the kid that played against us last year, us no, being Wazoo? Dawkins. No, Randall played against Wazoo. It was, it was Jerome Randall who was the kid that came in. And it was, and then Dawkins is the guy they have now. 
So it was Randall oh. like a wide receiver? I thought or something? Dawkins was the guy last year. No, it was it was Randall, I thought. So it was so but they they've got a senior they thought was well not thought. He was on the Davy O'Brien list. <laughs> yeah, and, well he I mean th- this kid's just better. I mean he can run and throw. So yeah. I mean it's it's better than Solomon. So uh they uh they'll find we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the uh the rest of the conference and get that with Nigel. Jed Collins is going to uh, step in today. Perfect. And fill in for one Alex Brink. Good. Who is who gets married during football season? Well, I, you would think a guy who is who's played a, a number of years in college football and uh, who works now for a university that does college football would not get married in the fall during college football season. It's like somebody getting married on Labor Day weekend. Like, why <laughs> would you ever get married on Labor Day weekend? Jackson Feltz. One, because it's oh, football. Two, yeah. it's because it's it's Labor Day weekend. It's the last weekend. Of, no one's going of to fun. But but yeah, you would think that uh, he would have made a. A smarter choice. I would, I would think so. You would think so. But uh, anyway, uh, but you know, maybe the only thing is, is with Brink, who usually joins us every Tuesday. He just got married. Congratulations, yes, the chops. very much. So. Uh, congratulations to Alex uh, over the weekend getting married, or was it Friday, Saturday, whenever it was. Now he missed one game, and he's part of the broadcast team. Now it's a bye week, so really, I guess if you are going to get married this time of the year, it's the right time to do it during the bye week. But uh, I don't know if you knew that when he when he made plans. But he's out. Jed Collins, the former New Orleans Saint and Detroit Lion, halfback, tight end, not halfback, H-back, tight end, fullback. He'll join us, the former Coug, who's uh, doing some stuff for Coug Fan and, and for the IMG Radio Network as well, working locally here, using that, uh, that education not only from Wazoo, but remember we talked to him, God, the last time we talked to him might have been when he was doing the whole thing with the NFL. They, remember they had guys going to uh, Harvard yes. in the offseason, and uh, he took full advantage of that mm-hmm. uh, off the field. So we'll talk to Jed coming up, get his thoughts on what he's seen so far to get our weekly Washington State update. So that's our college football stuff we'll sink our teeth into. Nine Diamond Lock, we got about last night coming up as well. Uh, much to get to today. Puck, the one thing that we were just talking with Slickhawk a second ago, there's a bitterness in town about our friends from the Great White North, it feels like. Like people don't like the Canadians coming to town. They're upset. They're upset with my friends, the Canadians, rolling down through the Peace Arch and coming in and invading their territory. It's well, I mean, it's it's been it's it's happened all the time. I mean, this is nothing new. I think with with those guys, kind of started in '77, actually. It, it just <laughs> they have, and I think even when you go back into the the great years, mm-hmm. 2001, 2002, and and three, even right, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when you're winning 90 plus games. That there was always a huge. Now it would be a little bit more evenly split, but you still had a great uh, amount of Toronto fans that were here. Right, and it's it's Canada's team, and so everyone comes down from Vancouver and you know Western Canada to, you know, to root them on. It's now it it was decidedly in favor of Toronto yesterday, but um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think Mariner fans. I think you just need to be. Uh, you got to wait. You got to be better. You got to be better over a long period of time. I think it's it's one of those. It's a series in which this is their only time to come down and watch them. Mm-hmm. So I think the turnout's going to be better. I, I do find it interesting, though. I, I'm never going to tell anyone how to spend their money and do what they want to do. I, I do find it funny. I, I will. I'll take the task. I think people in our profession, in in media specifically, I'm not going to name names, but I, I watched it all last night. People in our business ripping fans for not going. My question would be this: for those media members, oh, I, would I be I know where you're going. one. Did you go? Did, were you present? If you're the media member who sits up there on their little throne and, and talks down to the fans and, t- and tells them, why didn't you go to the game? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with you? Did you go? If you did go, did you buy your own ticket? Stop right there. Or, or did you go sit in the press box, yeah. 
call the Mariners for tickets to go sit in Diamond Club, where you do every game, or or sit someplace else that you were given free tickets. And go back to that first part of what you said. Did you did you buy a ticket? Did you go out and spend thir- whatever it is? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I when we go, we go sit in the the left field bleachers. I don't know what are those like. 20 bucks or something like that. Sure. Did you go spend your $80 if you have a family on tickets or are you well, I mean, one of these media members who doesn't have a kids and a family and all, so it's easier for you to go and not spend for a, a group of four. I, I just think that shut up. Just pipe down. Uh, yeah, it's everyone wants more Mariner fans there. I, I agree. I would love it for it to be 75% Mariner fans or 100% Mariner fans. And no one from the opposition uh, was there rooting for the for the other team. But I'm not going to sit there and tell people how to go spend their money. It's expensive uh, to go. And it's easy for us people in our profession to sit there and rip fans for not going when, one, we can go use a press pass to get in. Two, we can make a phone call and get free tickets from them mm-hmm. and don't have to spend any money of our own dime to go. So I just think it's very well, interesting when I hear and watched it last night from several people who I love to death, just killing them, killing fans. It's like, give it a rest. Well, well said on, well said on all fronts, Puck. Um, let me add two things to that, one of which would be I also saw fans complaining on social media last night that obviously weren't at the game watching on TV about people not there. And I'm thinking, well, then go. How, what a hypocrite you must be. Or, you know, or, and two, the other part of it in terms of, you know, we'll just go, listen, we, we are – you and I live in, a, in, in different generations of parenthood, but we live in the same mindset right now, where if you have a kid, I, I, use, it, I use the Sounders as a, as a great example of this, because the Sounders have lost a generation of fans, because what they did is they made everything a season ticket for the first few years, which people just, if you have kids, you cannot commit that. Take the money aside. The time. The time. You cannot commit time to going to every single game. Well, well, and, well, yeah, well, whatever it is. I and, mean, everyone's so, got something going right. on. But. And, and, for, and to say on a Monday night when school's in session and kids are playing sports and your daughter's right. tumbling and jumping and my kid's playing basketball last night, the one night he doesn't have football, et cetera, sure, go to a game. Really? Hard to do. The great thing about now is you have television. You can watch the games on TV, which is fine. And, and as far as who they're playing, they're playing Toronto, which, as you said, it is for the fans up there. That was the one you circle on the calendar, yeah. and it's your destination. It's your one trip of the year. You come down and watch these guys. Much like if you're a Seahawk fan, as I was pointing out to our favorite diehard Seahawk fan, Slickhawk, a minute ago, who was extra bitter about Canadian fans last night, who probably made Jimmy's really lively and fun, I'm assuming. you know. But you know, don't complain if you're a Seahawk fan that I just saw on an airplane going to and from Los Angeles, <clears throat> and I see on every trip during the course of the year, Packing airplanes and going and packing. Hell, Arizona hasn't had a home game against Seattle in I don't know how long. Yeah. I'm not sure when imagine, the Cardinals had Imagine a home if game. there was an NFL team in Portland. Oh, jeez. And, and let's say that team in Portland, you know, had some success about a decade ago. Yep. But, you know, for 15 years they've been irrelevant. Right. But yet then the Seahawks, who have been relevant now for 15 years or whatever, X amount of years, mm-hmm. and there was a football game down there, you, it would be the same thing. But it's. I just – I want more fans to be there, yes. It would be it would be awesome if you didn't see a bunch of Toronto fans there or a bunch of Red Sox fans uh, when it happens. You know, and that's – I would do my part. I would go to the game. 
But I'm not just not going to sit there and kill fans, right? Which I saw last night because they didn't go. I'm glad you brought that up because I saw they the called same it thing. embarrassing. All that did I would you, did you go? Well, if you are this big Mariner fan, did you go? And then did you go purchase tickets to go? Well, and but and let's. So if the answer is no, I didn't go. Then then stop being critical well, of fans. And let's go back forty years. It's this is not new. <laughs> this is not yeah, a new that's, thing. That's the other. This is 1977. Not like town and yeah, a bunch 19, of Tiger fans. Not, it, you know what was new is when the Canadians were playing, the Canadian kids were both playing for, for uh, Minnesota. And that was new for a while because they'd have Canadian fans come down and watch Minnesota play with Morneau and stuff. Th- this is not new. They've been coming down since then in 1974 and 75 at, at Memorial Stadium in Seattle. Vancouver Whitecap fans came down and watched the Sounders and the Whitecaps in the old NASL. It's part of what makes sports fun. They had 34,000 people there last right. night. There was an atmosphere last night. It was an atmosphere that has been missing for a long time. Absolutely. And whether that atmosphere was had, had more Toronto fans in it, when you listen to it in, in different parts of, of the night for me, watching it and then listening on radio, the sound in the background, it just had a, a big game sound to it, which it was a big game. Sure. And it was, a, it was not the result we wanted, but it was an entertaining baseball game. And it had all the kind of the, the elements that you want uh, for a late September game with two teams trying to get in the playoffs. Oh, you get the Just didn't end yeah. up with the right guys winning. The wrong uh, guys won. Right. The Canadians. Won. A, 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 a and ne- their stupid dollar and their losing. <laughs> a near no-hitter. Uh, bases loaded opportunity to take a lead in the eighth inning. You know, oh. you get within one run in the ninth. Uh, your pitcher, you know, is, is, lights out er- is, is lights out early. He takes a ball off his hand and, and messes up his foot again because that's the way it's been for him, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, you know, a, what I thought was a – a crazy decision by the manager. You bring in Storin, and instead, I'm like going that brilliant move by you, Scott Service. Brilliant move, you know. After cussing him out, I, all those things came into play. Two things come to mind. One is Sally okay last night with all the the, the heathen Canadians. Well, down? yeah. Has we Adam? If you, if you can, maybe during a break, can you do me call her office? <laughs> And make sure that our dear friend Sally Bagshaw, walk her home last night. Seattle Council member who is fearful to walk from her office home, ask her if she made it home okay with all these Canadians. Because you know Canadians. That's why I've advocated the wall. <laughs> I know. You, you, <laughs> you, uh, they, you they, build they it, aren't start you? storming around our city. You're going to make them pay and, for it. Uh, they'll, they'll get you. Yeah. They have their skates and their sticks and their, and their little sweaters. <laughs> Because I'm sure if, if one of them bumped into Sally, they would have been, oh, sorry, sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry, Sally. Well, they probably would grab Sally and start going into a fish story that was 70, uh, 95% untrue. Uh, uh, the other thing is, who does the economic impact? And they want to know if you have a palm all. Uh, who, who does the economic impact study that says that there's no, no that, economic benefit to, to having an arena or a stadium? One. I'm driving down First Avenue South last night after the, well yesterday afternoon, and literally at four o'clock, there's there's thousands of Blue Jay fans already walking up and down. Now that makes some of you upset. To me, I thought to myself, boy, if I owned a business down in that area, sure would like this. I this this would suck because there would be five Mariner fans walking up and down the street as opposed to thousands of people that I don't know. They're not from here. They probably didn't bring a sack lunch with them. They they might actually go spend some disposable income in a bar restaurant what have you I want these, might even stay at a hotel i, I want these business reporters who, who are always trying to tell me that there, there's no impact i want them to go down to henry's and um to silver cloud to go to jimmy's to go to hooverville uh hell go to the titty bar i, I go to all those establishments 
First of all, I guarantee that place was out of control. That with these Canadians, they no, love... they have better ones up there. They can have yeah, a drink. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. They yeah. don't care. Yeah. It's still it's something for them. Call down there and see how they did last well, night. Ian, was if it a you good saw night? You know, all these Canadian women up there, you, it doesn't matter what you do. I all put anything. <laughs> I'm going to take you up to the uh, anyway. <laughs> oh, I know which one. You're yeah, yeah. Anyway, but, the, but, but, but you're right. I go interview those businesses right. and, and ask them. But uh, you know, on the field in terms of of what happened last night, not it, frustrating just, night. Yeah, hey, frustrating. You had you had opportunities. Man, you, it just was setting up perfect for, you know, a guy that uh, is your best hitter at the plate, game on the line, just couldn't come through. Nearly, nearly had that pitch. Uh, they're not buried yet, but I, I, they, they have to get, they have to get the next two. Now we we discussed this earlier on the roundtable, and you know if they were to be, be swept, I mean now you're looking at a real big deficit. You're looking at five games with what ten to play. Mm-hmm. They are technically would still be in it. But man, you are you won't you don't feel good about it. You're running out of time, and realistically, uh, you're not in it. So they they got to handle it tonight with Iwakuma, and then it sets up. I think tomorrow would one of his biggest starts would be Felix Hernandez taking the mound Wednesday. I just yeah, I, I kind of wonder with uh, as we talked yesterday, we were kind of saying no matter what happens on Wednesday, Felix is going to pitch in another big game. You yep. know? And we argued with Softy yesterday because he thought we were being mean to Felix, and uh, but. At the end, I, I and I don't understand the logic why why a guy and I, why I you can't get criticize. He's, I get he's built up a lot of equity, uh, equity, and you're a thou, people are a thousand percent right about that. Um, and and for those who think that we should talk about him differently, I I get that sentiment honestly because of what he has done for this organization, sure. how well he has pitched, you know, in his prime years, mm-hmm. and this offense, this organization has let him down. Let's not be mistaken; this organization has let him down the prime of his career. They've wasted him in his prime, but he's the highest paid, paid pitcher on the staff. One of the highest paid guys, what behind Cano? Mm-hmm. Expect and deserve more from that. Well, and so it's it is a big start. He has not pitched well enough in, in games like this. He needs to be better. You're paid as a franchise pitcher, and you've had now really in the last two years you've had two opportunities to pitch in a franchise game. To, to really kind of spur you ahead, and you fail both times. I, I can't give credit for the game that they had no control of their own destiny to. I, I, that's great. You had no control of your own destiny. I mean, uh, I, I, mean I, I, think, I think a little unfair. I would give him credit. He went out there and did pitch well. Uh, but, again, when he, when he took them out and the game's not over, Oakland had already established a, a 2-0 lead early. When he ends up coming out, Oakland's up 5 nothing. I just think that the circumstances were a little They're different. They're very different. When he took very, them out. You know, the issue I have with the Toronto one is that they were – they had lost – I want to say three or four in a row. Sure. And they were still in the race. I want to say they were three games back. And their pitching staff was terrible leading up to that game. And he had been unbelievable. And remember, there was talk of him winning the Cy Young. And he came out there and just uh, you know, just had a, a bad, bad game. I mean, he was terrible in that game. But I also, you know, there's also another, there was an August 29th start against, I think it was the Nationals, which he gave up, he gave up 10 hits and five earned runs. And they're right in the thick of the of the wild card standings, and I think even this year. And again, it's you can say, well, this is not the prime Felix Hernandez, but you know, his ERA in the last four or five starts is almost at eight. He'll get a the chance. Labor Day start was yeah. they won the game, but he was not good in the back to back games against Texas. He just needs to kind, of, especially if they win tonight. You know, try to dial back, maybe get some old Felix, vintage Felix. He's never going to be ninety four, ninety five anymore. Well, tomorrow, tomorrow's big because it's either to win a series or to avoid a sweep and give yourself at least a glimmering hope. 
I mean, tomorrow, no matter what, is a big start. It, it's a enormous start tomorrow afternoon. It should be yeah. that they have struggled no. here. I mean, the offense needs to do its part here. Three three runs and the three losses. I just want him to be really. I want him, and he can still be special. He's shown it this year. He can be special despite not having that fastball. He's still a good pitcher, very good pitcher. Uh, when he is locating his pitch, his location has just been off all year long. Yep. I just want to see him be special in a game tomorrow. Hey, it's Ian Furness for my good friend, Dr. Jay Rudd at Aurora LASIK and AuroraLASIK.com. No more readers. How about that? For about 15 years, I've used reading glasses, but no more. I had refractive lens exchange. I can tell you for a fact it's a life-changing and also something I wish I would have done years ago. You need to check it out as well. Go to AuroraLASIK.com. That's AuroraLASIK.com. Dr. Jay Rudd. He is absolutely sensational. Get your consultation scheduled. That's AuroraLasic.com for your refractive lens exchange. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. About last night, coming up in a second, recap everything that happened. Nine Diamond Lock. Jed Collins filling for Brink, coming up at 1 o'clock with our Cougar update. Uh, we'll look back and preview the Pac-12 weekend that was and will be. Uh, Pete Carroll, also hear a little bit from him yesterday. A lot of news from the Seahawks yesterday afternoon during the Pete Carroll News Conference. We'll uh, give you some quotes from that to talk about. Chew on the fact that they lost a fifth-round draft pick. I, I just uh, You think about what that means to this they organization. They butted heads, Ian. They butted heads. They lose a, a draft pick that's netted them. Cam Chancellor, Richard Sherman, Corey Toomer, Therald Simon, Luke Wilson, and two players on this roster. They lost that draft pick next year for uh, what happened in a mini camp? We'll talk about that. Nigel Burton at two o'clock, swinging to miss all that coming up. What happened last night? Well, that's a stupid question. Well, it was a good, fun night. That's picked off by Sherman. Yes, he did. It's time for about last night, and no, it's not that Rob Lowe, Demi Moore movie from the eighties. This is where we recap what happened last night, or this morning, or whatever. Wilson gonna run, diving for the end zone. He's in. Good golly, Miss Bob. Now here's Ian and Pac. A quick little note for you. We've got an audible at the line of scrimmage. We're checking out of something and checking back in. Uh, 1 o'clock, 1.10 or so, we'll go through the Pete Carroll conversation from yesterday. Uh, our buddy Jed Collins uh, needs to reschedule. He's got a real job and uh, got a meeting. So he's going to come on at 1.45 with us. And so we'll just flip-flop Pete Carroll and Jed Collins. What's a real, what's a real job? Gosh, well, listen, you're, even... you are asking the two of us. I, I don't know. <laughs> You ever had a real job, Puck? <laughs> uh, yeah, you worked in, like, restaurants. Yeah, yeah. in college yeah. and, like, yeah. you know, in high school. At real, well, I don't know. I worked at a golf course in high school. That's not a real job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, college, what did I do in summers? Uh, yeah, I worked at a, uh, for Delta moving bags. That That's a real job. That's a real job. Wow. That's a man's job. Yeah. Did yeah, you I left. Really? I, yeah, I was in off. Seattle. Worst yeah. thing. Wow. Were Worst you were you good at it, or were you no. screw things up all the time? Uh, yeah, screwed it up all the time. Were there somebody? So the guy, oh, somebody sitting in the terminal, cussing you yeah, out. Yeah. So when you go there and, and you, you lost know, everyone's you, luggage. Yeah, absolutely. You oh, throw God. the bags on the on the you know the the belt, and you yeah. see them go away. Yeah. They fall down. They drop down, and then guys like me are sitting down there. And as they come down, you read the little be- the little the little tag, and based on the codes, the airport codes. You, you have to read them and, and, and decipher really quick where they're supposed to go. Because, like, uh, like, it's not a, It's like hundreds of bags. Well, it's just you have to read it like the, if you're traveling, if, if you're um, making a, a connection. 
It's not like the first stop it's going to. It's the last stop. So you got to read it correctly. Let's yeah. say you're flying through L.A., but you're really going to Miami. you got to make sure that you're reading it that's Miami, not sending it to L.A., whatever. And, oh, uh, yeah, the bags would come down. you throw them in there. Yeah, it, was, uh, it was terrible. Did you break your back? Uh, I mean, that stuff's like. It was just awful work. The whole, it was terrible. Yeah, tough labor. That summer yeah. I spent, the two things I learned that summer. One, I could never be a long-term smoker because I chain smoked that summer. It was awful. <laughs> and uh, my dead, all I did was play uh, cards hmm. and spades the whole time. I chain smoked and played spades. So and I'm still, ta- I don't smoke. And then uh, I'm still, if you ask my buddies, terrible at spades. Awful. <laughs> Even that whole summer. It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I still renege every time. It's awful. I'm, yeah. I'm a terrible <laughs> spades player. It's a real job. Yeah, real. That job, was Adam? a real job. Yeah, real job. Um, I worked at Jimmy John's. Okay. Jimmy John's summer. Yeah. Um, that's making not... sandwiches or do you deliver? No, I was making sandwiches. Oh. Yeah. Don't you think he looks like a manager? Were you a manager? No. Oh, gosh, you no, kind of look like he might be a manager. <laughs> really? I think so. He looks like you would have been a manager. <laughs> oh, thanks. Wow. No, no, that company's growing too well and doing too good. I don't. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I did a lot of restaurant work, man, for about six years, and I can tell you that's a real job, and I'm glad to be sitting here. Let's talk Mariners. <laughs> uh, Blue Jays M's last night, and boy, old uh, Eric Estrada had it going for a while, didn't he, Chips? And a- there you go, first base hit of the night. Robinson Cano breaks it over for 13, leads off the Mariners' seventh. Yeah, first hit of the night came in the seventh inning because uh, Marco Estrada was really – Really good last night. Didn't he have a broken back? Struggling, yeah. broken back. Not, yeah, yeah. Mike, what's wrong with your back? Mm. Spinal. <laughs> I thought he was. De- I thought this guy was dead. Yeah, he also uh, uh. was zero and three with a five eight two career ERA before last night coming into Safeco Field. Yeah, so nothing was adding up last night, Puck. Uh, three nothing after the M squandered a bases loaded opportunity in the yeah. eighth. We go to the ninth. Never three been nothing, there before. Uh, three nothing lead and uh, Leonis Martin up to bat. High fly ball, deep right center field, and it is gone. Tyrone Omar Martin is still alive. Maybe, maybe. Two ball game. Highlights are courtesy of Root Sports, and, and our highlights feel a lot like Root Sports. We painted a picture that makes it sound like they won, <laughs> and they did not. Final score was 3-2. to two. Like the optimism. Uh, Taiwan Walker. Can I say, yeah. I, did, <laughs> I did love when they went right to the postgame show. Yeah. It was right to Leonos. Uh, it was right to Martin's home run. <laughs> that's right. Story of the game. Now, let's, let's not look at anything else. Right to his home run. <laughs> Nothing but if you're to head see and, here. Head and shoulders can't have the bat on his shoulder. Come on, man. Gamble, let's go, buddy. Uh, Swing. Taiwan Walker, five and a third, three runs, five hits, four walks, struck out six, started out well, but then took a ball off his hand and uh, went to field a bunt and maybe tweaked his foot, and really yeah. nothing was going right for him. I think just the whole game, you know, it was just you know, kind of amped up a little bit. Just everything kind of felt just a little bit off. You know, it wasn't my best, life, but you know, I felt like it was a big test. And, uh, you know, I kind of just stayed with myself and tried to make pitches and get outs. Yeah, that uh, boy started out electric. He struck out. He struck out the side or two strikeouts in the first inning. Or was it one or the other? Well, he got he got a little bit of trouble in the, in the yeah. first, but he was able to get out. Of it. He got the two guys on with two outs, and then got the strikeout. I yep. think to end it, and or no, a little soft fly ball to end it. Now I'm going to recollect. But yeah, he, he he felt like he had it going on pretty good, and then uh, the home the, the 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 shot by Encarnacion off mm. his hand. 
into center field. It just didn't, and it kind of went down. I, but, hey, you got a chance. You, the problem is they've, they won eight straight, come home, they lose three of four. In the three losses, they've scored a total of three runs. It just and doesn't matter what the pitcher does. If you can't, Ron Farrell would tell you, got to score runs. The team with the most runs at the end wins. I miss Fairley. We're bring him back. That's that's uh, that's uh, that's how back. it happens, Ian. Can we bring him back? You, you got to score runs. My favorite line. You can't have the bat on your shoulder. No. Even though you have great hair, and I mean you have, met Mr. Gamble, you have spectacular, spectacular. You can't leave it on your shoulder. You got to swing. You just got to swing. First run would score in a game. Well, I got to score one. I got to score two. <laughs> I miss Ron. Counts three and two. If throws a ball here, he's gonna walk him. <laughs> two nothing. Well, you had to score one. Now you got to score three. All right, let's uh, go to Monday Night Football last night. Uh, hey, the rookie quarterback that wasn't the number one pick overall is kind of good. On first down, Wentz fires. He's got Burton. Touchdown. But there's a penalty flag. We'll see about that. Bears. Touchdown. Trey Burton. <laughs> That's a great Is that call. the best highlight we had That's from that game? Don't we the carry best? the games? That was I could have sworn we carry the games. We, we do. Not? We do. Well, why but, didn't we take Harlan? Well, because we don't record, we also don't record the games, and I didn't go to the Westwood yeah, One website. What do we do around? Uh, that's a great. I could have gone to the Westwood. We one couldn't website. have Harlan. He steps back. He cocks his arm. He throws it deep. He looks left. He looks <laughs> right. He looks that? in the stands. That guy's drunk. He's, <laughs> that guy in three hundred levels having sex with his wife. I mean, it just—he's great description. The uh, Carson Wentz looked great. Uh, the other quarterback, Jay Cutler, did not. And then he got an owie on his thumb that's supposed to be a sprain. Highlight of the game had to be Destiny Vio, though, with the strip sack. Oh, I mean, that had to be the highlight of the game. Uh, that had to be the highlight of the game. Great strip. I'm kind of wondering is maybe that defense was a decent part of what happened last year. Vio makes an NFL roster. Palacio yeah. is on a practice squad and very close to making a roster. McClan- uh, McClanahan, you had uh, Yeah, McClanahan Allison. was a late cut. Yeah. You had, uh, what's the other D-tackle? I'm blanking on, blanking on, blanking on. Mm. Another D-tackle. I was on that. Oh, it's yeah. gone. I'll, I'll, it'll come to me in just a second. But yeah. the uh, yeah, but I mean that was the play of the game. I mean, when you're talking talk money in football, hey, I didn't when saw you want it was destiny of Iowa. I was uh, I I, ca- I saw the highlight and then I didn't. I, forgive me, I didn't read what happened. What was the deal with the 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 teammates? Why why was the the linebacker the guy yelling at Cutler when he was coming off the you know, sideline? He was I, just in his face and I'm not sure if it's just is it just because he's Cutler? I didn't see that either, so yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. I was in an establishment last night. I texted you. You did? Uh, yeah. And it was, and you and Softy. I thought it was odd. There was there were a big screen in the middle of the bar, four TVs surrounding Let me it. Yes, four T. Uh, one was on the mirror. Bottom right corner. <laughs> I'll give you the you t- I'll give you the TV numbers from last night during Swing and a Miss too locally. Oh. What about the LA numbers? Never change. Give the Toronto numbers. <laughs> Bill Belichick's yeah, I want the Toronto numbers. Bill Belichick's New England Patriots have a lot of injuries, including the quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm a football coach. I'm not a doctor. The medical staff is the medical staff. I coach the team. Medical people handle the injuries. They don't call plays. I don't do surgery. We got. A, we have a great deal there. Works out good. <laughs> he is a beauty. He yeah, I find him, I find it great. I really do. I, I I I like when ESPN always jumps in, like in the morning to his press conferences, because there's always just something there that's that's always entertaining. It's grumpy. Who's better, him or like Rex Ryan in his prime though? I, I like Belichick because of the saltiness about it. Just the you know, how dismissive he is and doesn't give anything. 
he doesn't give anything to the reporters. And yeah. they, they, the fact they have to ask so many questions. And he's it's like the Greg Popovich of the NFL. Well, but but Popovich has Popovich will turn it on and off. Yeah, Belichick is exactly the same. He is exactly the same every single time. I'm, they're going to be four and zero. They are going to be four and zero, and then they're going to get they're going to get old Tommy back. Yeah, uh, and then they'll lose. He is as I think Dion said it. Sunday night on the uh, on that new primetime show, uh, he's the best. Co- I I think he's the best coach in the history of the league. I I, I don't know how it could be disputed. Look what he does every year, yeah. every single year with different personnel. I don't know. How, I, I I don't know how you could dispute it. And I think this Especially this what's happening this day and age. what's happening right now today. This team here can't score, and their quarterback's got a, an ankle the, the, injury. The Garoppolo, if you go back and and <laughs> yeah. watch that game. Yeah. They uh, and Peter King wrote about it. They didn't. There wasn't a single play that was different that they ran in that game that Tom Brady would have run. And Garoppolo was just everywhere. We had uh, seven hundred yards against the Dolphins if he hadn't got hurt. Swing and a miss. We will save this for swing and a miss. You don't want to miss it. A uh, little bit of a scuffle last night oh, in the no, Dodgers yeah. game. And, Shocker. Uh, Vin Scully has a call that's just priceless. Glad we put this in. This is perfect. We'll do that coming up at 2.30. We'll come back. Nine Diamond Lock preview tonight's Mariners game against the hometown Blue Jays as they play another home game here at Safeco Field. We'll talk about that next. Ian and Puck on your home for the 12th man in the NFL. Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. See, our magic number is stuck at eight. Eddie Johnson, Matt Hasselbeck, stuck at eight. I heard somebody else is doing a magic number of some sort or a countdown to, to clinching a playoff spot. Have you heard about that? Another show on the radio station. I Weird, but. There are other shows here? <laughs> syndicated. Hey, They're well, all syndicated. Slickhawk won his bet. Slickhawk won his bet. With Softy, what was his bet? Seventy nine. Yeah, oh. seventy nine wins. Yeah, nice. again, Softy just should not bet on it. <laughs> on it, he. I, I don't think the guys want to bet here. In the in the fifteen years I've been here, I don't know, <laughs> he has not won a bet. How many times against how, anyone? How many times have you taken? Uh, actually, he did win an Apple Cup bet with me. I still think I need to pay it off. Oh, is that the polar no, plunge? I don't think. I think I need to. Is that the I polar the yeah, polar plunge? Yeah. So he technically is, is one one, but I would say anytime there's been money on the line, because yeah. this isn't money, I don't think he's ever won a bet with money on the line, and that's really a bet. What was the famous one? The fa- you and freight train, and Stanford Bud- and Buddy Tevens and, and Stanford? Stanford. Was that what it was? Stanford. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred bucks. And wasn't Washington like a no, big favorite? Bucks, excuse me. A thousand dollars. Thousand dollars. Because like ten to one odds or something. Yeah, right? they were yeah ten to one odds. Uh, Washington heavy favorite, and old Buddy Ball came in there and they got, the, them. got their one win of the year. Yeah, killed them. <laughs> hey, Kudo, I'd say this every time, and he, I, he always I he had never I never bust his his you know what on the air. Yeah. And uh, the next day he had the check waiting for me. I would up. I would guess the beating Slickhawk with the over under in seventy nine is one he's more than happy to have lost. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah, sure. You can, you can yeah. as a diehard fan. All right, uh, nine diamond lock for tonight's game: Mariners and the uh, the Toronto Blue Jays or Toronto as we call them uh, in town. 
course, we don't have any notes or anything else. We're just going to J-Hap. I don't remember who I took. Uh, yeah, we'll recap last night before we go ahead. Yes. Okay, Shan needs 54 for Ian Furness. Yes. I'm at 50. Puckett slid back down to 31. Mm-hmm. Slickhawk is at negative one. I'm just, oh, I'm still, just huh? rooting for yeah, Ian still, to win the whole there. thing. Still at negative one. Okay. I know you're, of course you're rooting you for Of course not. Of course so not. Actually, I want you guys to talk. What do you have? I have 54. What do you have? <laughs> what do you have? 53, 51. Uh, I have 50. 50, so I'm four ahead of you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Last night, anything happened? I don't uh, think so. Long story short, no. No. <laughs> yes. Everyone was 04. Uh, Puckett picked Taiwan Walker. Yeah. Not a quality start. Uh, yeah. Taiwan. So. Let me down. No, no points there. Look good early. It just didn't happen. Okay. Ian, you lead us off. Uh, <laughs> J-Hap on the mound. We, we can't pick J-Hap. No, I'm gonna, can't do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna gamble here. I'm gonna be a little uh, riverboat riverboat Ron here. Riverboat Ron. <laughs> I'm I'm feeling we're gonna have some excitement tonight. Ooh, do it! Special night do at it. the safe. Uh, Eddie strikes out the side in the ninth. I wanted Eddie strikes out the side in the ninth. Oh, and dangerous! Gets, and, and gets the save, obviously. Got to get the save, so he's not. I don't. If he comes in with a seven-run lead and he strikes out, it, Eddie strikes out the side in the ninth with the save. With the save. Okay. If he comes in and gets the save, I get a point. If he strikes out the side in the save, I get the five. Okay. 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 All right. Agreed. Wait. Yeah. Wait. If, wait, wait but wait, if wait. he doesn't pitch, it's minus one. Yeah, yeah. Wait. Wait. How do you get the five though? Again? Would you say? If he strikes out the side in the ninth and gets a save. I'm taking a get. I'm, look, if he doesn't, if he doesn't pitch, is that it's minus that one. Bold though, at this point. Fuck. I need Boulder. Yeah, I need Boulder. Strikes out the side he of the strikes ninth. Strikes out the side Hang of on. the whole time. Yeah, three six he nine. Does that all the time. Hang on, three six nine. <laughs> with with fifteen or less pitches. Okay. Okay. I'll give it to you. Okay. Because right. so that Wait means he can, you hear mine. He can only. I mean, he throws a lot of balls. We do know that. Like it's not like he's the most economical. Recently, he, not but recently. he's not the most economical. I mean, yeah, that means that six balls is all he can throw. Not lately. Okay. So nine, nine, three strikeouts. Strikes out the side. Obviously, gets the save. Less fifteen or less pitches. Fifteen or less. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, I go next. Come on, Eddie. Yes. Give me Kuma. Okay. Uh, seven innings. Five strikeouts, two walks, and Seven. we'll hit a batter tonight. Ooh, hopefully it's Donaldson. Yeah, yeah we'll we hit, hit Josh Donaldson. Sick of that we'll hit Josh Josh oh Donaldson. God. He needed to take – well, Donaldson needed to – Hit him. Yeah, listen, dude, you went around. Shut up and go away. Oblique. Remember, he's got the oblique. Hit him in the oblique. I don't know where my obliques are. I don't know if I hit him. <laughs> uh, give me, uh, me Boosin. Oh, man. Yeah, what? 17 RBIs tonight. <laughs> it's a record. 17 <laughs> RBIs. No, let's see. I'll be serious. Uh, Deho Lee will have a, a two-run home run to left field. He will also have a ball go underneath his glove for a hit in the right field. A hit or an error? Be an error, right? Um, will they score a hit or an error? Well, I, up there, they'll give it a, a hit because they want to be nice to the ends. <laughs> Radovich is going to say, Radovich, he hasn't called a good game up there in years. Attention, media. Listen to my voice. 
Uh, a ball under his gut. But he'll he'll dive like for yours. the ball, but the ball will, like, roll under his belly. And like, it, like, he didn't need to dive for it. And will the dive more look more like just timber? Like, he just, just kind of falls yeah, down? he's just falling down. <laughs> I like it. Tree right. in the forest. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> Tell me Jay Happ is not going to get his 20th win here. I mean, that can't happen, can it? Oh, sure, sure it can. can. That would be a very <laughs> Mariner-like right thing for happen. that to happen, wouldn't it? That would be a very well, twenty-game winner, Jay. Happ. Here's the thing: yeah. this is the, this is the worst-case scenario for the Los Marineros, the new home of the Modesto uh, Nuts. Yes, the the worst-case scenario: he gets his twentieth win, mm-hmm. and Michael Saunders is like three for uh, four with like a three-run home run. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, softy guest list didn't have him on tomorrow. The oh, yeah. The, the oh, con- yeah. The colonel? The colonel? Oh, yeah. He's not Surprised he hasn't had him on yet. Maybe today. Maybe I today. like Michael Saunders. He never could stay healthy. All right. We'll come back. We'll check it. Pete Carroll, we'll hear what he had to say yesterday. Not a great day for the Seahawks. They got some just terrific news from the National Football League. A couple guys bumped heads, and they lost a lot of money, and more importantly to them, a draft pick. That's next. Hey, it's Ian Furness for my good friend, Dr. Jay Rudd at Aurora LASIK and AuroraLASIK.com. No more readers. How about that? For about 15 years, I've used reading glasses, but no more. I had refractive lens exchange. I can tell you for a fact it's a life-changing and also something I wish I would have done years ago. You need to check it out as well. Go to AuroraLASIK.com. That's AuroraLASIK.com. Dr. Jay Rudd. He is absolutely sensational. Get your consultation scheduled. That's AuroraLASIK.com for your refractive lens exchange.